Allen and Allie McGraw beats Steve McQueen, while a blonde female star far outsells a dark-haired beauty. Faye Dunaway and Farrah Fawcett beat Liza Minnelli and Audrey Hepburn ten times over. But the biggest surprise was still to come. To my amazement, the balding, mustachioed, wrinkled Salvador Dali, weary with age, Far outsold superstars Warren Beatty, Raquel Welch, Ursula Andrus, Dustin Hoffman, Woody Allen, and even Elizabeth Taylor, the all-time beauty queen. That's when I got my first lesson in life. Dolly sells. Another unexpected phone call. The president of Money Management Counselors urgently needed to see me. Seven o'clock sharp. No discussion. I knew that MMC was the brainchild of an American financier who, all through the 60s, sold bonds to American soldiers stationed in Germany. Other MMC investment branches included works of art, diamonds, and real estate in Dallas and Canada. I had never met a president, so I agreed to meet him at the Century Center Hotel, in the dining room, right at seven. As could be expected from the president, any president of a multi-million dollar company, he was already spooning heaps of beluga caviar on buttered toast when I arrived at his preferred table. A waiter in evening dress brought me an ivory spoon, butter, some very thin slices of lemon, an extra rack of white toast, and half a kilo of choice caviar. The president told me he was a financier. He was also a playboy. He was restructuring his company's art investment branch. It's all about making money, and I'm fed up with all these con artists trying to fool the art world, he said. I want you to run our fine art investment branch and supply our wealthiest clients with the finest artworks available. Why me? I asked. I know nothing about art. You know Salvador Dali, the president replied. You interviewed him in Hollywood, didn't you? Boy, oh boy, that was one hell of an interview. Then and there I got my second lesson in life. Anyone, even presidents, can be taken for a ride. From one day to the next, I became an art consultant and investment broker. I couldn't believe my luck. My job description was simple. Talk as much cash as I could out of the greedy suckers of this world. I read, I studied, I traveled to Sotheby's and Christie's in London and New York. I bought my first dolly in Paris. A 1937 futuristic ink drawing representing what looked like a mass of swirls and ovals or fried beans. I didn't ask for a certificate of authenticity. Supposedly, the drawing had been commissioned for American Weekly, a rather famous magazine in the 40s, and I sure as hell didn't check the credentials of the snooty gallery owner who sold it. For all I knew, there might have been a warrant out for his arrest. Why else would he sell a genuine dolly at half price? if it was true that, as he'd explained to me, the famous Paris auctioneers of the Hôtel Drouot had estimated its retail value to be almost double the asking price. It was a bargain, and I went for it. You see, that's how unsuspecting and inexperienced I was. I paid and took possession of the framed drawing and then had a stroke of beginner's luck. Unknown to the seller, the dolly drawing was reproduced in an official museum catalog in black and white on a half page. The next day, I tripled the price I had paid for it, hung the swirls and ovals and fried beans on the wall in my brand-new executive office in the President Building in Antwerp, 
and although I'd never actually done this before, I sold the drawing to the first art investor who walked through the door. That's how a local undertaker carrying a plastic shopping bag became my first client. I told him it must be a sad way to earn your money when your clients have all died. That's life, the undertaker replied. Today you're on this side, tomorrow you may be on the other side. A dead person is a wooden plank, and I'm the carpenter. I plane and polish, and when it looks more or less decent, I bury the plank. If you think of it, the deceased are not my clients. I've got only one client, the good Lord in heaven, he who governs life and death. As long as I've got the good Lord on my side, there will be dead people around. I asked him to sit down. He was wearing the uniform of his profession, dark gray suit, white shirt, gray tie, and highly polished black shoes.